Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 432 of the JV Club with my boy of summer, Jack DeSena. If you are coming over here from the Braving the Elements podcast because you want to hear more Jack, I hope you enjoy this. He, of course, remains uh, just an all-around wonderful human being, so I had a great time and many laughs were had. Okay, I hope everybody is staying safe and being conscientious, and I will talk to you next week. I don't know why I'm awake at six, but I guess I'll get up because it's only going to get warmer outside and the house heats up and mine as well. So I like tinker and putter around, yeah. which means that by four o'clock, I'm like, this has got to be the end of the day. Surely <laughs> this day is at its close yeah. and I can just do nothing from here on out. Or conversely, if I wake up late, then by four, I'm like, where's the day what going? I, I still have so much I'm supposed to do. This is bad. My accountability is to- horrible right now. <laughs> So I need to I need to find a happy yeah. medium for sure, for sure. I've I've gotten into oh. like wake up at six with the baby and then, and then share like I'm just on her nap schedule because like by the time yeah. you know, we get to her nap, I'm how like, old is she? She's a uh, one one year and four months. That feels like a good, like wiggly. There's like why would I want to sleep that much? There's so much to do in life age for a toddler. Yeah, she's like, just really getting into just learning the thing where you're like capable of resisting a nap. <laughs> she just she yeah. just learned that it's a choice, uh, and so now <laughs> she's starting to starting to fight him. Were you a good napper? Let me just say right now, I was very bad. Like I was a hundred percent that child that was like, I don't know why oh, I don't remember. it's the daytime. Why would I ever want to take a nap? Like. In preschool, just the annoying child that they're like, well, Janet's still up. Uh, She's clattering around somewhere. Um, Other children are trying to sleep, like terrible, hyper. I'm a very good napper as an adult, so I assume I, but I I don't know if I was as a kid. I don't think I was. No promises. I was a very high high energy child. Well, we know from the conversation that, that Dante and I had with you that you just started recording commercials of your own volition. So, uh, as yeah, in, that as, kid doesn't have time to nap. Young man. <laughs> <laughs> Start itself starting a career. <laughs> you were basically like the person holding the sign about the Bible, but you were like standing next to like an ice cream stand just doing vocal commercials. <laughs> like, let me tell you about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you, though. Good for you. Ugh. Have you uh, gotten any, this is, now this just feels self-serving, but have you gotten any nice feedback from that episode? People are on, on my social media, people are like, Uh, I don't know why he's not on every episode. (laughs) I got like a couple when I first posted it, but, but uh, I mean, I'm just so not on stuff. Good for you. (laughs) Good for me. This podcast has changed that for me in a way that if it were anything else, I think I would be very wary of that but i'm trying to like if i attach it to my enthusiasm for the podcast which is very high then it doesn't feel as bad but i am i am not a social media person i just don't want that experience i I, it it it, i like kind of opted out because i 
wildly over thought it to the point of just like, oh, no, no, no. I just like, I would draft a, I, I was like, oh, oh maybe totally, I'll get on Twitter. Totally. How and did I an just, hour go oh, by? And I just <laughs> get so anxious about every friggin' Instagram post. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't do yeah. this to myself. It's not worth it. Yeah, it really is. Like the people who, the the relationship to it is so different if you're just the kind of person who's comfortable with like, you know, even just when we were just setting up, like, had you just been like, yeah, this is the angle that I, it's going to be because this is where the camera is. And I don't care what that looks like. That you would just sort of like rant, like, post. Like, but my, but I had like a booger. What? what? Yeah. I oh my, I, I would I just need, get into I would, like, I need to I need set that up for 45 Perfect minutes. phrasing. I need it to be so funny. Yeah. And I, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> and I don't actually care. I just would like get in this terrible little anxiety cycle about it. So then I stopped because I was like, oh, this like, means this nothing not, to me. Yeah. Why am I I'm doing not this? this person. Goodbye, goodbye, yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Um, I did see. Off that last pod, I got I saw one thing that got like aggregated. Someone had like tagged me in an article that was all about mm. how badly I wanted to play Batman, and I was like, I don't think that's really what I said. That's <laughs> 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 like, not it's not really what I was talking about. Yeah, but I hadn't. I yeah, didn't there was a back. lot of lot of feedback about the Batman. Section. I don't remember. Did I really overemphasize the Batman thing? I didn't listen. No, I didn't, I, I didn't no, listen not I, at all. I, I, uh, no, not at all. Well, I I edit it with the Nickelodeon team because somehow I've like, uh, unlike everything else in my life, somehow about this, I'm like I have to touch uh, every uh. part of it, which is not a person <laughs> I. Speaking of people you don't recognize, I'm like, oh no, this is intense. But um, no, it was because we were you guys were talking about like Batman versus like playing Batman versus playing Robin, yeah. and you know, sort of having like a goofier voice versus like a grittier voice and then I did a horrible impression of Batman which you then identified as sounding like Michael Keaton <laughs> or I did and then you were like wait hold on that that is Batman <laughs> so it was a it was a nice little package yeah. for people especially because it's like there was a fan reference crossover but in no time were you like actually can we take a minute because I'm still yeah the takeaway was not I promised myself I was gonna do why, this yeah. why haven't I gotten to play Batman <laughs> you're haunted you're Haunted. Jack DeSena is haunted at the level of Batman being haunted by the death of his parents because he's never played Batman. He wishes he was that haunted. He will never play uh, Batman. Uh, <laughs> That's insane. Um, were you, are you a good, speaking of sort of like the social media thing and the kind of staying on top of stuff, how are you with, because this is something the pandemic I've, I've discovered about myself, which is how are you at keeping in touch with people from far away not to mention who are close by but like are you good at that are you do you keep up with that really, or are I'm you really... more like me where I'm like has it been five yeah. years I swear I talked to you six months ago come on I'm very much that and and have have always been like it was you know like yeah. when my uh like uh when like best friends when we were heading off for college it was like you're flying like a superhero you look like you want to be Batman <laughs> <laughs> um it was very, it was very, uh, 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 like uh, I would just go the full school calendar without seeing them, and then it's yeah. like great, and then we'll hang out in summer, and it's great. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just like bad at, yeah, I've not, I've never been super good at that without talking to them. I mean, um, like I've just never, yeah. I, I, I would do like you know, every couple of months one long phone call, and then 
But I'm very much like a, and then pick up where we left off and catch up on everything and yeah. whatever. But yeah. Every couple of months seems like very regular to me. Very <laughs> regular. Um, yeah, I had my a friend of mine from that I'd known since fourth grade who I lived with in college uh, and kept in great touch with. And then she had kids. She had twins. And completely understandably, because I'm not. I'm not the person who's like in a friendship. One of you has to be the person that maintains yeah. it very regularly if that's going to happen. And if you have two people who are like, oh, my gosh, I love you so much. No pressure, though. Like you're busy. Yeah. Then seven years mm-hmm. go by. <laughs> and I I, w- I was with her kids when they were toddlers at a look like they were just starting to walk. And they were, you know, it was like not quite two ish, maybe. And I just saw them and they're nine. And they don't care, so it's fine because children aren't like, I'm going to call you on this. How close are you if I don't know you you at all? Like, how close (laughs) to my mom are you? They're like, whatever, you seem cool. But I think she and I felt like we had to over-explain to her (laughs) children, like, no, 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 no. We are, like, very, very Uh, close. uh... (laughs) You need to think of me as your aunt, even though you do not have any memory of me at all. But let's explain. So many inside jokes in front of these kids (laughs) to, like, no, we got it. We got Tap dancing, tap dancing. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, And then for you, too, I think, you know, having done what you do for so long, starting so young, it's also like our schedules are so weird. And then also you just keep getting dropped into these families and friendships that are so immediate. Oh, yeah. The like production friendships. Because of what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it really is like that your loyalties and your love for long term friends don't stop just because you start on a show and that becomes a very tight circle that you see 15 hours yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? 100%. But it's like, a, it's a weird, that's hard to explain on the outside. Yeah. I'm also just, it's an area where it's like, a, 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 like my wife, I'm ma- I'm married and, and uh, we, you know, we work hard, I would say to like, we're very conscious about like, let's not fall into like gender role type of stuff. One area that yeah. I'm, I know that I've done it is like the maintaining of friendship. Like that's just, it's just like, I just, it, it has fallen into that thing, that very like stereotypical thing of like, I don't know, the, the, the wife like sets up when we see people <laughs> and when we hang out. I'm just very bad at it. I just don't know. I can't. Is that a gender thing though? Is or gender? is that just a personality maybe, yeah, thing? Maybe it's there's so hard just types. to know. You know what I yeah. mean? That's like that. I think that's. It's a stereotype about how place. like adult male friendships drift and you just For end sure. up hanging out with For like sure. your wife's friend's husband is now. Right. <laughs> my friends are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Ray Romano show. Exactly. If it, if yeah. it isn't, it is. If it isn't, it is. And that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many, do you have siblings? I forget. I have one older sister. Okay. And she's not in, she doesn't do this. No, no, no. She, she opted out entirely we yeah. moved and when yeah, you guys we moved yeah I was when gonna, i was, was i was like i was 11 she was like uh she's four years older than me so she was 15 so she was like in the middle of high school um yeah. and and like very much wanted to get back to we moved from massachusetts so she like got back to massachusetts as quick as possible and like did college there and stuff so um yeah okay so as quick as possible doesn't mean she ran away <laughs> she packed a bundle she ran away became and a hippie hopped on the and rails and that's right i think you mean a bindle i'm a sorry bindle. you said bundle 
But the official term, you know, I definitely because it was recently discussed with me is Bindle. I definitely met Bindle, but that's weird that that's like sort of a false cognate that also makes sense. Like it is a a Bindle is a bundle. Yeah. A Bindle is a hundred percent a bundle. <laughs> like it's probably like it's a it's like a portmanteau. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like you put it you put the bundle on a spindle. I don't know what a spindle. <laughs> a spindle is, but, is from you know. from sewing. The spindle's the little. You pull a giant, <laughs> a giant's spindle yep. from Jack and the Beanstalk. There we go. There we go. You tie your You're gonna get there? in trouble for that. You can't steal from giants. That's be careful. Oh, listen. They're gonna fee. They're gonna fi, <laughs> etc. I'm gonna get away with it. It's gonna be just fine. And you did. And you went to school at UCLA. Yeah. But so okay. So you were 11. So you did go to high school here. Yeah. I remember you talking about doing Avatar. When you were in at UCLA, but I forgot that that meant, like I can't remember if you were saying you were homeschooled. No. During like, uh, oh, I, why can't I remember the name of the Nickelodeon oh, show? All that. I want to say, okay, good. I was gonna say <laughs> all that, and then I thought that can't be right. I can't be that. <laughs> so smart. general. Uh, it's all this, Janet. It's like Bindle and Bundle. It was all this. You wanted it to be all that, but yeah, no, I, I did, um, uh, uh. I was at like a regular public high school and and uh, they because all that was there were, you know, seven high school or younger aged like uh, leads on it. They they set it up every summer. So we were shooting every summer so that they didn't. Oh, that's so. But then like half of us were year round schooled or whatever. But for me, it was. Yeah, Uh. I was not having to do on set schooling and I was uh, just on summer break and it was my summer summer vacation summer job every year for yeah because uh, and it perfectly like it mapped onto high school for me it was like summer before freshman year was when I started it and then it went all the way through my senior year but then by my senior year enough of us were older and I forget what some they had some other show now that they had to like shift the I think Zoe 101 right. got the summer and we were bumped to uh-huh. so like my senior year of high school I had to miss like the a big chunk in the middle and and uh and was was doing like the onset schooling thing but other than that i was like living down in orange county i went to irvine high in oh, irvine okay. and i yeah. fully picked yeah i definitely fully pictured you like in in los angeles proper so no we were i was that's commuting. cool so you really did you like went up to went up to la for the yeah. summer and, my parents were very and, and i was on board with this plan but it was very like like let's not you know you're doing a child actor thing, but don't like, you know, don't go real Hollywood yeah, yeah. about it. Like, we're not going to move yeah. up there. You're going to go to a regular high school. We're not going to, you know. So it was like That's I great. was just commuting up and and uh, and then would go up for auditions and stuff during the school year. But, um, uh, you know, unless and then I would occasionally miss school for work things or whatever. But but it was like pretty yeah. much for at least the first three years of high school, I had a pretty regular. And then my. Yeah. I got it. I got all that with like, like right at the end of eighth grade, and I had all these vivid memories of they threw like this big like, oh my god, like you're leaving, you're going off to hot. They threw this big pizza party for me. Oh, <laughs> and then I like, we knew, yeah, you like win. wow, it's happening for you. <laughs> and then I like my mom reflected back to me that that was like. I was like, yeah, and I had to miss uh, a bunch of eighth grade. She was like, there was like two weeks left in the school year. <laughs> you missed two weeks, uh, but they threw a whole big pizza party for me. Like, I, I and I, I remember like 
getting really emotional with some of my eighth grade friends and playing just like walking around listening to uh 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 eve sixes and i was like this is it man wow we're we're it's i'm never getting this time in my life back i'm leaving i'm going off to hollywood and everything's gonna change oh no and then freshman year rolled around and how many of those people that were at your party where you're like hey i'll see you <laughs> yeah yeah and then we just but we did <laughs> you know i wasn't as close with them i guess just middle school stuff though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like i've had some false starts like that and even including like i went away to france for the summer as an exchange student between junior and senior year so i missed zero school and i still feel like there was like an emotional like with my friends, there was a sort yeah. of emotional like, please write me, please write me. <laughs> and then I do have, from such a limited amount of time away, like an absurdly large shoebox full of letters that like people, I mean, I got, I don't know why I have so many letters from some of my uh-huh. girlfriends. They seriously had to be like writing me a letter every other day for <laughs> me to have that many for the small period of time I was gone. It's just adorable. Yeah. It like just that, all feels very I, important. I, that's a- oh, it feels so important. And I don't know. I guess I wonder if kids who are 15 now, I mean, obviously having undergone this pandemic, that's a whole other kettle of fish. But yeah. even but just like before that crazy world changing moment that has now stretched out for a year and a half, if having FaceTime and having social media and having emails that you're just like firing off left and right or text and all that kind of stuff if that just totally takes away that feeling or if there's still the fact that you will not be seeing that person every day that you used to be mm. seeing, even if it's for a couple months, if that, if the, it feels, you feel the weight of that the same way. I mean, I guess I can't imagine that you quite do, right? No, I, mean, I would imagine. Yeah, I think that's right. I think you probably feel like you get to stay connected with them, even if not. And yeah. especially after this, I think like you're, you're just accustomed to transitioning to this or yeah. s- this form of friendship. I can't believe I've become the age where I'm like, I feel like they're missing out <laughs> that they're not getting these. Yeah, I, I wonder. Mean, I, was dating the, I wasn't even dating this guy, but he like soaked his letters in <laughs> Has it retained? Is there still a. It did for a long time. It's true that every once in a while I'll be like, I better crack open. And let me assure you, it was Dracar Noir. Okay. All let right. Let me so, assure fancy. you, it was a CBS purchase of Dracar Noir. That is, I think, still going strong. Uh, I think that is still like a popular cologne. Uh, if you can, if you can afford, if you can afford the high price yeah. tag again, but at a, but at a, <laughs> at a like drugstore. But yeah, just a feeling of like. But I kind of do. I yeah. I, I I do feel like I. You sort of hope that people do get that sense, even just like that you had about. I'm sure there are still moments like that for people, even if, you know, they are going to stay connected, where you just want to make sure people still have those ridiculous moments of like, whew, going to Hollywood. Um, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> this is this is big. I guess I'm an adult now. Um, let's see. Am I, do I have a five o'clock yeah. channel? Is that coming? <laughs> like, I, am I, is this gritty? Am I a gritty adult? I also wonder if you miss out a little bit on the, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't someone who like, went to a new place and like totally reinvented myself or whatever. But I do think like there's, there's, uh, there's value. There's a bit of value as you grow up in like having some friendships drift in and out. So you kind of like are making, are continuously making friendships that like 
adjust to who you are becoming and make sure you're like kind of staying, you know, not in a way where like you want to like abandon your friends and make new friends because you're all cool now or not that, but just sort right. of like it's healthy to like have some relationships sort of drift as you kind of transition in your life. And like, I wonder if like being able to be very connected straight through like that makes it harder to sort of uh, shift and reinvent yourself in that way? I don't know. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. Yeah, I was going to ask because I definitely had this the period of like, I do kind of feel like I cocooned between eighth grade and freshman year and like was you sort of have the permission to do that and be and and emerge you know a freshman yeah. year and be like yeah i wear combat boots now um <laughs> let's have a lot so, happened yeah. uh in two months a lot but if you're happened. posting about your versus combat like, boots all oh, summer people me. know that and, yeah, yeah like yeah exactly but we're, yeah versus like oh you saw me on instagram yesterday and i didn't have black eyeliner on and then the next day i did it's like well i can yeah you're i could pin the moment that you decided maybe you would <laughs> start this new there, thing yeah. yeah exactly did you ever go through any like full-on sort of style phase oh no i was very i were like i get <laughs> i i was i'm just have never been uh uh you never rodman I never were like this is the all that's gonna have to deal with my my blue mohawk everybody well, sorry I, well it's i did me uh, the i it was sort of the uh, absence of choice um but i did one over one uh the opposite of summer over one school year uh i grew my hair all the way i was like short spiky kid the first year or first two years i was on all that and then yeah. grew out like very long curly hair and came back with that and it was like yeah. a series of network calls like they had to oh, like sure. they had to evaluate <laughs> if uh, my hair could st- i like reverse they felicity. had to send photos to a test audience yeah, yeah, yeah. and see if they would respond um <laughs> uh, uh, so that yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't have much, many like in socially or anything. I didn't have a lot of like, whoa, hey, huge transition. I had, I did. So my, I, I, some of my middle school to high school friends who I kind of fell out of touch with a little bit. It was a thing where I was like, I went off and I was working for the summer and I wasn't around. I wasn't hanging out. Um, and I came back and these guys are very nice and I'm sure they're doing great. And I, this is not me. Yeah, but uh. uh <laughs> But two of my two of my closest friends had gotten really into um, playing with fire, like py- like oh, pyro oh, stuff, oh. like uh-huh. like <laughs> middle school boys. I love that you're trying to downplay it because you don't want anyone to think that they became serial. I'm not killers. trying to crap talk these these. <laughs> they burned uh, down a couple of empty buildings, four or five stories high. Yeah. Come no. on, is that was it eight stories? No, it was it was ready. It was it was um. It was a lot of spraying banaca on their tongue or palm of their hand uh-huh. and lighting it on fire. So it was like okay. when we were last hanging out, like our favorite, we like watched a lot of Who's Line and we would like play fun improv games together. And then I came back and they're like, yo, so bro, you want to light your tongue on fire? And I'm like, I don't know if we're friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the world changed, not me. Oh, that's really funny. Did that. And so and that really was you that you were not like. Call me when this phase is over. It yeah. was like, we stayed, well, we were still friends in high school, but it was definitely yeah. like starting to drift. And then it was just like cool. And then we kind of, you know, found new one of them started doing water polo, and I was doing, you know, whatever. So it was like we found new water polo. That is 
couldn't be further afield of anything I was exposed to as a young person. No one asked me if I wanted to become a part of the water polo team in Tucson, Arizona. That was not uh, in happening. in Irvine, where the like uh, the I want to say that the community pool for some reason Irvine has like a huge Olympic swimming like. It's a big hub, like the Lezaks uh-huh. are from there, I think, and Amanda Beard. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, went to my high school, and so like water sports or big thing. When I when I first moved, the first thing my mom signed me up for was like a summer summer going into. I moved, so we moved going into like seventh grade, and so the like you're here, try to make friends. My mom signed me up for a water polo camp. Oh. <laughs> that was my like okay. first. Oh, camp. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think, and this is all memories happening very quickly. I think one of those boys that I was friends with then was a water polo camp friend. Um, well, there you worked. go. Although, did it? Did my mom want me to meet these crazy fire boys? I don't think so. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, Wonderfuls, I know I'm not the only one who has felt the roller coaster of, in particular, the last couple of months. There have just been so many mixed messages coming at us, and I feel like I'm making so many more daily choices about where to go, who to be, what to do, and I'm feeling it. And I have to tell you, I have really, really, really needed my therapist, and I have benefited so much from just letting it all out, being communicative with her and with myself about what I'm feeling and not bottling it up, that has been such a lifesaver for me. So I can't recommend it enough now more than ever. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. And it can be more affordable than in-person therapy. So why not see if it's for you? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the JV Club listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash jv club have your first session in under 48 hours at betterhelp b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com slash jv club video games video games video games you like them maybe you wish you had more time for them maybe you want to know the best ones to play maybe you want to know what happens to mario when he dies (laughs) in that case you should check out triple click It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Schreier. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Yeah, the comedy thing is interesting. I, I obviously like I I I was very much in that same like watching Who's Line space at the same age. And I think for me, I did need to like that 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 feeling of wanting to not just be the funny goofy kid. I think that for me was kind of a reason that I got excited about like getting into like, you know, gothy esque uh, uh. kind of punk esque <laughs> stuff because I do feel like there was some sense of my like poor teenage horm- like hormone filled brain that was like 
I'm being underserved by comedy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I do have some angst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not getting that from my, like, goofiness and my love of Who's Line and, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like, I need yeah. something very dark. Because um, you were playing, Banaka, you were playing me, New yeah, Choice, yeah. and every time, every time you got one, <laughs> it just right. went darker and darker. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I d- so the fact that you didn't have that, um, and also that you were working in comedy, I mean, that's just such a different, that's such a different beast. When did you start taking improv proper? I can't remember. Um, well, or did you ever? Did you ever like fully dive into like the schooling of it, or was it like, look? No, I'm- I mean, I was so we, my, uh, my high school had comedy sports. God, that's so um, cool. yeah, I loved it. What were you, Canadian? Uh, <laughs> Every Canadian I know. Comedy sports, really? For like age five. I swear, <laughs> improv is a huge deal in Canada. And so many people I know from oh. Canada are like, yeah, we went to the world championships. Wow. I was 12. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I know I did I did high school comedy sports and then just sort of, yeah. I did like some, some UCB and Growling stuff like when I came up for college. Um, so, yeah, lots of improv. But 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 no, uh, high school was like so immersed in it and 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 like uh, was the captain of the comedy sports team and, and just loved it. It was like, yeah, it was a huge part of uh, uh, my high school identity, I guess, was like. Does that so does that involve like your captain of the team? Does that I guess that does involve like going and competing? Yeah. So comedy sports is like uh, the you would have home and away matches against other schools but it's all very like you're you know it's it's in a very like fake friendly way where it's not like actual yeah. competition although we did occasionally there's no audience members like painting their faces <laughs> no, no, no. and tearing their shirts open in the middle of the... <laughs> we did occasionally get genuinely competitive i did and uh uh <laughs> I say we. I just have a very competitive soul, and I'm terrible at sports, so I got competitive. This is my shot. But we. This is yeah. my shot at being competitive. <laughs> there was a thing called um, the Guacamole Bowl, uh, which was like, of course, there was outside of the official sanctioned comedy sports thing put on oh, by no. City Hall in oh. Irvine, and it was the four like Irvine high schools, and we would come together and and compete, and that got for some reason, like, genuinely competitive, but it's still the same. So so the, like, structure of a comedy sports thing, of a comedy sports match, would be, like, you did some sort of opening game where uh, uh, the team, the two teams squared off against each other, and you would do a, something that could theoretically have a winner. Like, it's a game where you've got to get your teammates to guess something. So it's, like, who guesses it first? Or right. it's, like, a, a pun-off type of thing. Uh, yeah. And then you do two... Then you so that round would have a winner. Somebody would get points. Then you'd have two rounds where like you each did a game or a scene, and the audience would vote on which one was better. And then you'd end with another Ugh, audience. Votes audience votes. Don't well, that's why. That, like that's yeah. t- that's what brings out that competition, and it's uncomfortable for me. But that one at least like, like inner competition is one thing, but like then having someone on the outside be like better, yeah, worse. Yeah. I'm, I, that makes me crazy. Uh, and well, and only at something like that where there is like we're on like a neutral site is when that right. actually feels like it matters. Because typically, like you'd go to like if we were stop talking about it like it's gang term. In this, in the guacamole bowl, it genuinely felt like sincerely competitive. 
could you is there please tell me there's like a west side story kind of <laughs> romance that happened between two competing like this person on this team was crazy about this other person but not during the guacamole during the bowl. they couldn't well, talk about it they couldn't be at a, a my senior year me and the captain of of northwood high school oh, i was Irvine northwood. northwood yeah northwood were our, our real rivals oh. um we we so in in the in the rounds that could be competitive, could be genuinely not just like an audience vote, but was actually like, we're going back and forth. We're doing like a pun off. We're going back and forth. It like went way past the point of like fun for the audience. We both were just like, <laughs> I'm going to make as many as possible. And if they've stopped being funny, I don't care. They're, they they like legally constitute a pun. Uh, oh, and so no. it was just this like deep long stare down between me and this this dude, Eric DePriester. <laughs> Uh, and and it did. I don't, it didn't go full. That's a great nemesis right? name, might I add. DePriester. Uh, it didn't go full. Wait a minute, Jack DeSena and Eric DePriester. Oh, we do so feel like sort of dark <laughs> parallels of each other. I didn't. I never put that together. And legitimately, I was like curly black hair, and he was curly blonde hair. We had like very similar like builds, but opposite color schemes. That's amazing. <laughs> But we we didn't have oh a secret romance, God. but we did definitely like we we had a round of those that went so long, uh, and got <laughs> so intense that we like it ended with like wow we like hugged it out as like as like the audience <laughs> erupted into pl- applause as respect for our round of what are you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love the stakes of that. Okay, so you didn't have any, like, faded, doomed romances with uh, a girl from another improv team. No. Did you, were you dating? I did, I dated, yeah, yeah. I, I was a very, um, I, I had a very serious high school girlfriend and then a very serious college girl. I was, I'm a full, I'm like a, You're a serial, monogamous. serial monogamist type. Yeah. Well, that's, that could have gone either way because, I mean, not to say that I would have thought that you were like, hey, but, um... But the idea of, like, I wouldn't have been surprised if you said, you know, yes, I dated, but, like, it was hard for relationships to survive me going and working in show business just because as a teenage kid, and under, I mean, again, I am understand that it's, like, Orange County, it's not, you know, Iowa, but the idea of, like, you dating this guy and then for the summer when you're just going to have, like, a normal summer and maybe go work at the movie theater or whatever, to have that person be like, well, got to go to Hollywood. Yeah shoot stuff on camera i i could imagine you know w- whether it's a guy or a girl with respect to like who their 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 girlfriend or boyfriend is feeling that sense of intimidation of like what what what, what what's it like there what do you what how what, what are your co-stars like um what do you yeah. do, do you meet a lot of fans or like just a we that's a that puts a weird twist into it but if you have somebody that you that you dated who sort of has gone through that cycle with you then it's just like yeah that's not that's just my, that's part of our relationship. That's my life. Yeah, I, do that. I mean, it was already happening. I had already started when we started dating. Um, I was already like on all that. So this was like a this was like my my high school girlfriend. We met through like a, a confirmation camp through church and dated for like mm-hmm. three and a half years, like bridging into college and stuff. Um, and she was like very cool about all of. She was just very supportive. She's just an incredibly like good person. Um, and was like not or or performatively not jealous maybe she like had to maybe she worked very hard i don't know i right. credit it i don't but know ma- when you're young i'm yeah, not sure like, i don't you know i don't the know the ability if, to put that game face on i don't on. know if 16 year old me would have 
grokked that she was actually right. uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, like, right, like, right. Well, like we we went to the uh, uh, Kids Choice Awards together, and and it was very like she knew how big of a crush I had on Jessica Alba, and it was like, no, if you have an opportunity mm. to like go, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go backstage. I'm gonna so meet Jessica Alba. Up. It's gonna yeah. have to. So she was very. Of course, she'll <laughs> want to make out with me. That's a foregone conclusion. So what should I do? What should yeah. I do? What's what do I? Have We're cool. To get We're cool. I'm 15. <laughs> We're good. Everybody's on the same page. But did she have to do that thing where? Because I've been on both sides of this, where you're at an event with someone and they're like, they like take a picture. I mean, photographers don't give a crap. So you know, you go to like. I'm sure, hopefully, it's better in an environment where Nick PR is kind of controlling that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I've so been on both sides of like, Janet, Janet, could you who? whoever you could you step away please <laughs> and i've also been the person that's like hey hey uh young lady could you just could you get out of the picture like that's not a great no, feeling no, no. like so i love her for being like yeah they're gonna want to take pictures just of you like, like i'll be go. over here just go be yeah be free that feels very grown up to me i'm very impressed. yeah but like i said or or it was just i didn't notice and, and by the way, in my retelling of it, she pitched this idea, but it, it's very possible that in real, in real life, I was just like, all right, so bye. I'm going to go hit on Jessica Alba. I'm 15. Can't be stopped. I'll be covered in slime, <laughs> as you do when you are at the Nickelodeon Kids' yeah. Choice Awards, but I'll be irresistible. <laughs> what kind of, uh, what kind of like music and stuff were you into when you were a teen? Um or was that even important to you? Because I always assume that people are like, yeah, I got to get my jams. It wasn't the, it wasn't the time. Like, I don't know. I, I, I've sort yeah. of weirdly faded out of like listening to much music. Like I, I, hit, a, yeah. I hit a point. I think that's true of a yeah. lot of people because of podcoists. Pod podcasts won out for me. <laughs> All these podcoists people attacking me. <laughs> you know? um, podcasts yeah. won out. And also like uh, I just kind of got lazy about finding new music at a certain point. I was like, it's a, it was a lot of work when I was like 22 and I like tried to keep up with things. I'm done with that. Yeah. You got to have that friend who that is a passion yeah. for them. And it then doesn't you just feel like an attempt to keep up. Days. And yeah. And then they're like, here's five things on Spotify that you should go listen to. Cause you're a lazy yeah. jerk, but you'll like these. I have a couple of those and God bless them. Cause I <laughs> definitely am the same. I'm like so much more now the person that's like, I just rediscovered the Dave Matthews band. You know, I used to love yeah. them. And I haven't thought about them in ages. <laughs> and then a side came out. I said, I got to listen to the whole catalog. Like, that constitutes new music. <laughs> I'm just listening to it in a different way. It's new. It's yeah, new yeah, to yeah. me. It's a rediscovery. Stupid. The, so stupid. The my, my high school taste was deeply uh, nostalgic for times that I was not alive for. I just listened to a ton uh -huh. of Billy Joel and Simon and Garfunkel yeah. and Queen. Sure. Um Sticks. I had a big sticks phase. In oh yeah, I did not. I only know that one stick song. Are they? Mm, you might. They you do... might know more than you realize. I might know more. What's I the know one more. that you know? Come sail away. Yeah, but you also know. Domo arigato, Mister Roboto. Oh, I forgot. Domo, domo. Yes. Domo, yes. Domo. Um. Yeah, they were. I mean, they. I guess I'm realizing now that uh, as much as I liked Queen, uh, I should have probably listened to more Sticks because they kind of had that same like. Fl like flamboyant. There's a real. Like, we're going yeah, for it. Incredibly with every song. theatrical. Yeah, yeah. There was something about like I I needed, and I also listened to like a lot of musicals in high school. So I think like I needed. It was yeah. like for driving, and and yeah. like huge theatricality that I could do alone in my car was very important to me. Uh -huh. <laughs> terribly unsafe. I was not. 
That's I'm sure correct. a very good driver if I was needing That's to correct. have weaving. <laughs> yeah, weaving all over the highway because you were like way into Greece. Hey, wonderfuls! It's me. Just jumping in really quickly to say that. <laughs> long story short, Jack suddenly, suddenly had to go because he thought that he was late for a recording that he didn't know he was supposed to be at. So we very, very quickly stopped uh, on one day and then picked up a couple of days later. So (laughs) Julian really wanted to try to blend it so it all sounded organically like one conversation, but it just, he can't work miracles. And so uh, we sort of, this is why we're talking about, this is why everything sort of jumps and this is why we're kind of talking about worrying about being late to a thing. Um, so hopefully that explains it and just adds a little spice and excitement and adventure into your day as you listen to this episode. Okay, back to the episode. The look on your face, like it was so visceral because you're so nice <laughs> and you were trying so hard to like stay kind of connected to yeah, me and what I, I was saying I, and yet there was just that look of like pain. I mean it just it was so re- it was I, so alive I was impressed that you spotted it and I feel and I apologize for like no, I should have just immediately no. gone like oh no I'm having a I'm having a panic I'm getting phone calls I, know, I don't know what all, they are you know but you can always <laughs> now that you know me like you can always do that yeah. hence I was like because you were like I'm so sorry and I was like I'm hanging up <laughs> I, this is one less thing you can yeah, think yeah, about. Like, that. let me hang up that. right now. Uh, uh, well, I'm glad that it wasn't your fault because that is a re- what a relief of a feeling to know that you don't have to carry around yeah. any feeling of like, yeah. I guess this is old Jack. <laughs> I know. Old I Jack feel like came I'm back working up on it. I feel hit. like I'm making progress. And then it was, yeah, it was ugly. Um, and it's just true, full on. It is a, it is literally a thing I have nightmares about. Like it is a recurring nightmare yeah. of like, oh, I'm, li- I'm, I didn't know I was supposed to be at a job, and now I need to yeah. hurry over there, and I don't even, I haven't even read the script. Like it's, yeah. I have the nightmare, and it was happening, yeah. and, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> so, it's so weird that people have show business dreams who have never set foot on a stage. Like they, def- people definitely have the cliche of like being, like being pushed onto a stage to do a play. But they're that's not what yeah. they do. And so when it happens to us, it's so like one to two. It's like, wow, you're really on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really on the nose. I also like for a good reason. I I always in that dream. If it's like a if it's like a when it's when it's like oh I'm suddenly for some reason I'm back at my high school and it's this show and I don't remember any of the lines. Right. I always transition to like really cocky in the middle of those dreams. I I always have this moment where I'm like, you know what? I got it. I'll be fine. <laughs> is that like a semi-lucid thing that happens where you're be. like, where your brain sort of, another part of your brain's like, wait, 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 wait. This What's is improbable. <laughs> it is unlikely that Irvine High called me up for a production of And Then There Were None right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I've totally had those, like, I've had dreams where, and I all due respect to any person that I used to date because I'm fond of them all, but... And there have been so many, no, but, uh, but like having a dream where like I somehow am back in a relationship from like 25, your age 25 uh-huh. or like, that's the same feeling as with school where there's this nagging part that, that is asking the question, like, how Why? did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can trace this back. If I could just remember, like, it's like, I'm afraid I'm a replicant right, right, from, right. Like, <laughs> from Blade Runner. I'm like... I do. I have memories. <laughs> do I have memories? Like, can I trace back how I got back yeah. here? <laughs> I do. I, your, I've definitely, I've definitely done that, and then like uh, gone down like weird justifications in my brain of like, 
I it must have EBI. been a yeah. is it a charity event? Is that why we're all uh-huh. here? Is, yeah. <laughs> and then I've definitely had the very specific like you 100% did not even graduate high school. Yeah. There was a, they missed like one credit. You do not have a diploma yeah. and you <laughs> will have to do something like But then that dream oh, you get yeah, to just yeah. full Billy Madison the whole dream that's and just true. relive it all. <laughs> Or a never been kissed type sure. scenario. I feel like that's also, which makes sense because you have to have, if Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler aren't in the same movie together, they have to have twin yes. uh, sh- twin movies that you can stack side by side and say, well, that's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those version. are the. Uh, I've never seen Never Been Kissed. Can I ask? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I haven't either. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'm pretty sure she's like an adult pretending she's to be. She's an adult. She's like maybe teenager. an undercover cop or like a writer or something like that my question is i know it's a rom-com yeah is it that she falls in love with a student or that she falls in love with a teacher because either one is terrible but but i know both of them we should be very problematic yeah yeah (laughs) even if yeah if it's michael is it michael vartan is that my memory (laughs) oh you know what i think it's michael vartan yeah 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 yeah. I haven't seen this. I don't know why I'm doing a whole long speculation on it. No, 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 you're so right, though. I, t- uh, let me take you one step further and say, I don't know if I've ever seen Michael Vartan in anything. Oh, Was he on Alias? Yeah, I watched a lot I of Alias. I didn't watch Alias. I, 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 Alias was my first binge watch. Okay. The Alias DVDs my were, my first, were, were my first binge watch. Maybe simultaneous yeah. with a, a West Wing binge, but this was like junior yeah, year yep, of... Yep. of high school and my then girlfriend and I just binged both of those and it was great and it felt like yeah we were on the precipice of uh we invented Netflix you know that's right (laughs) I know know those DVDs god that was a that was uh, was it short-lived it feels like we're short-lived but maybe it was a longer span the period of then I remember you know what I mean like it feels like it was like you rent DVDs from the store then all of a sudden you could rent DVDs then they came in the mail but that didn't. But then, that we did that for a little while, and then we started streaming. But maybe yeah, it's the, like years that I've just compressed into a shorter period of time. I know. I think the the Netflix mail home model couldn't have been more than five or six years. I don't know. Okay, see, that even seems long to me. But oh, okay. At the same time, I suspect you may be right because I feel like there was a lot of stuff that I watched on DVD, and yeah. so it couldn't have been like a year. It had to. No, be, it was definitely a stretch. You know? It was definitely a stretch. Um, Ugh, and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, the Sex and the City disc four is not available right now. <laughs> I go, but that. Then why did you let me have three? I can't. <laughs> you should have foreseen this. <laughs> Don't get me set in motion. We're, like just hating the person who hasn't gotten around to putting it back in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> it was a co-op. It felt more like a co-op. That was Netflix <laughs> when it was like, I depend on you. Hey, I depend yeah, yeah, on yeah. you to watch this pr- quickly and to get it back in that you mailbox. share. And don't scratch it. Don't you scratch it. Were you a big blockbuster video child? Was that a... For sure. Yeah. I, I, For sure. I, I, uh, 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 it, I, I think that's like one of the more, one of the, uh, one of the more obvious, like out in the world, non high stakes ways. I, I think everyone does this, but it was like, helped me understand the way, like my procrastination and, Decision making problems uh-huh. happen. I think everyone that you loses would spend an hour. The whole night, but yeah, yeah but that it, you would just be like, God, somehow we've been here for so long. Yeah, and everything sounds like good, and nothing sounds to, good. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and whatever, it, and then you're like, see, you're you're somewhere where there's like, oh, this is a new movie, so they're like 16 copies of it. 
but it reminded you of a movie that you realize you do want mm-hmm. to see, and then you go to that section, yeah. and then they don't have that one. They have it, but they don't have it in. Um, yeah, I definitely. That is a huge part. I mean, that feeling of like that, and then also going to the record store, which I almost feel like that too disappeared from it. Like that maybe went I very stopped quickly. caring. Yeah, I was gonna say like, did I stop? caring or like I didn't go as often after high school or well that was part of something it something happened a... where I guess mp3s just suddenly like you could get everything yeah online. I do, I do like think because... there were activities that were high school specific in a way because they were like a tower records was a perfect like high school hang because you could get dropped off there and you could lose yeah. a very long time and no one was going to kick yeah. you out and you could sample. You probably gonna you might see some cute people. You know there, that there you wouldn't see at school because the they're you know, they don't go to your school. Yeah. And also Northwood. just the feeling the rush of like I I mean I do kind of miss the rush of like what video am I going to get yeah. or, or let's go there quickly because I really want to see this thing and I'm not sure they're going to have it. But if we get there in time and the same with like finding that D- that CD, that's like, oh, I can't believe they have yeah. this. I, I was say Morrissey. That's not that wasn't <laughs> what I would have been looking for. But, you know, just like, oh, this is oh, that like like what a rush. I mean, it really was like dopamine. Like, yeah. oh, OK, that was those rushes had to come from somewhere because they weren't coming from people liking your stuff on Instagram, which mm-hmm. truly is like, that's kind of where you get those minor dopamine rushes now, yeah. you know, where we had to like go out and go and, and buy something or feel like, Oh, I found this mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm, you know, that felt hunt. like juicy, but I, I kind of want to get back into that. Well, we got to, we got to start collecting antique records rare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I got to start collecting something rare enough that I can, I can be like, yes! yeah, you got to get into a, a hobby this. that has like, yeah. A- antique stores or like uh, uh trading card shows or something. You need to be in that, in one oh, of those racks. Seems... But even those people probably are mostly doing yeah. like eBay for that. Right. I guess you're probably right. But then yeah, you're right. Cause then, then it just turns into. <laughs> <laughs> Then it just then, but then it's kind of like a comic con, which actually is cool because even sometimes when I walk the floor, I will be like, "Oh, this is the last one of that T-shirt that this one kid made, got, like at his house on his screen print," yeah. and that does feel. So I guess cons are the answer. There we go. Have you done Have you done cons? Like, I mean, not not the. I mean, I know you've done the cons that a network has taken you to. Yeah, but have you also done? Because I feel like we would have met. Well, I I, I have, but I had only started doing them in like the year before. Yeah, uh, they all stopped <laughs> last oh, year. If you like, so. if you think you're going to do some more, let me just tell you how much fun Dante, you and I would have. Let's. Ideally, Gray. Let's. Because I feel like she goes to a lot too. Yeah. That would be a ton of fun. I started doing Ugh. them in yeah 2019 with um when, this other show I'm on right now, Dragon Prince. When that started getting released. That whole cast yeah. started doing cons, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's give it a try, and I have come yeah. to really, really enjoy them. Yeah. it's that's, a, that's the thing that was getting me out of the house, and then when the pandemic happened, yeah. I realized, like, oh, I don't know how to make plans for myself <laughs> <laughs> because I'll just go to a con, and then I'll build some vacation around mm-hmm. that experience. And it's like, that's the tent pole. Yeah. And you take the tent pole away and I just, I sleep in my same bed for 395 days. Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. The, on- really- the honest way that I started doing cons, because I, because I just sort of like, I don't know, I just sort of started, I, I my initial uh, thought was that I wasn't going to do them and I didn't do them for like, you know, the first decade after Avatar came out. And then I got sold on it 
because the Dragon Prince people were doing it and because the first one I was going to go to was in Hawaii. So it was like, yeah. I will take a free trip to Hawaii and then decide Same. while doing that if I like Same. going to conventions. Hawaii and New Zealand were like the first two. Oh, no. Take me to like, New Zealand. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll get you. Let's go oh, there. We'll get you to New Zealand. Let's go there. I, I'm going to get you to New Zealand <laughs> so that I can invite myself back. Yeah, because great. Use me I've as been the there, new... I think huh. I've been there three times, and I don't think they have any intention of ever asking me again, because that's maybe too many already. <laughs> and now I have my inn. Yeah, I yeah, totally yeah, have my yeah. inn. We'll great. do a whole water um, tribe. Yeah! <laughs> Except I'm sure Dante will come, and that's also great. Yeah, great. Uh, he's going to convert. <laughs> oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? I would rather stick a corkscrew inside my ear, twist it around, and pull out my ear canal like a cork than listen to your stupid podcast ever again. Please stop contacting me. Hell would freeze over before I recommended this podcast, The Beef and Dairy Network, to anyone not in a million years actually scratch that um make it a billion years no how long's infinity that's the beef and dairy network podcast available at maximumfun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms disgusting So what I want to do for this last portion um, is this game of MASH. Did you ever play MASH or did you know kids or girls specifically? I feel like a lot of girls played MASH. I absolutely played MASH. Okay. I I do not remember it at all. It was definitely girls teaching me it. I have a vivid – like when you said MASH, I had a vivid visual memory of being in my fourth grade classroom – uh, at Catholic school in Mrs. Lord's fourth grade class, standing in the Shut back. Shut up. Her name was not Mrs. Mrs. Lord, Lord at Catholic, Catholic school. school. Absolutely was. Come on. <laughs> uh, standing by the, the sliding wooden jacket uh, closets, they're called. I was going to call them jacket holders. <laughs> jacket <I> holders. <laughs> closets. <laughs> closets. I was 100% in on the idea that the Catholic school would have some jacket sort of holders. wooden item called the jacket. And I was no, like, he's, I mean, no, I'm sure he'll explain to me what closet. that item is. <laughs> I was picturing, because in my mind, I don't know, I, I was in Massachusetts. I went to like a little Catholic elementary school in Massachusetts. And so it was just full of a big puffy like starter jackets. Sure. Uh, 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 and, and I tried to picture them and just saw jacket the jackets holder. and yeah, closets, closets. They're called. I was, I put my, I was putting my shoes on, on my shoe holder. My feet, <laughs> my feet. That's, I right. actually mean my feet. I mean, it's that's an economical way of saying shoe holder, but yeah. Uh, okay, so you had a vision of being near your jacket holder. I know at, in Mrs. Yes. Lord's fourth grade class. So I know I've played it because like, I can picture yeah. a grid. Yeah. With mash, I can picture yeah. that in front of me, but I do yeah. not remember a, a, a lick of how it's played. So. Well, this is just a dream. You're back in fourth grade okay. right now. For some reason, you never graduated fourth grade, oh, and you have to take the MASH test. Luckily, I remember all of my lines from the fourth grade play in which it was uh, Easter. Here's my <laughs> – we did an Easter play, and I was the reporter. Right. 
and I had a little oh. newsboy cap and a press thing and a. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> there was a reporter in the Easter. There play? was a reporter. What's the Easter play even? Is it like extra, extra? Jesus is back, and I mean that with all due respect. Fair, fair. It was. It but was I, even though it was guess. a very, very Catholic school. It was a sort of like. It was a not very Catholic Easter play where it was about like the is there's the Easter bunny was sighted some it was it was <gasps> pagan. not Jesus-y. Street it was yeah. pagan. Um so so I was like a reporter on the beat following the <laughs> yeah, there we go. So thankfully, if this is a great. nightmare, I do remember all my lines. Great, 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 great. <laughs> Um, somebody at that school must have written that. That does not seem like something that, yeah. like, you know, is like the t- in the Terrence McNally collection. I think <laughs> I think Mrs. Lord wrote that as we were rehearsing it, just one by one, and then you say uh... extra, extra, <laughs> check behind the bush. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm gonna just give you categories, and then your only responsibility is just coming up with answers off the top of your head that please you. Okay, so it's actually a very simple process. Okay. Um, my first category I'm going to do for you, I got to please some Avatar fans. I feel certain that there are going to be many who listen to this okay. as a sort of companion piece to the podcast that you and Dante and I did. Mm-hmm. So let's say three characters from Avatar, The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. that you would want to be able to hang out with for whatever reason in whatever span of time. Okay. Like, it's not like suddenly you're with Zuko all the time, but that's a lot. The last no, thank better. you. <laughs> uh. Uh, three, three that, you know, for one reason or another, you're like, yeah, I want to hang out with so-and-so. Yeah. Okay. Easy one is Iroh. Yeah. That's just right. a, that's a good hang. That's a guy you can learn a lot from. You're going to eat well. You're going to relax. It's going to serve you a nice cup of tea. Get some wisdom dropped on you. Yep. Have some tea. Yeah. Am I, hold on, I'm gone now, and I know you said just quick responses, uh, but I would like to ask, am I me? I'm Jack DeSena. You're you. Do I know, uh, uh, am, am, am I in the Avatar world? Am I Basically, what I mean is, do I know that I voiced Sokka? <laughs> like, am I trying to imagine, would I like to hang out no. with someone who's like Sokka? Or am yeah, I trying you to... can. You're you, okay. and you're in the Avatar world, okay. and yeah, and you're hanging out with 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 them. Then I would probably yourself. not say. So I just I don't think I would like that much to hang out with like a 15 year old, just in general. <laughs> just like I don't I don't I don't know I don't know how many teenagers I would yeah. like to like spend a long time with. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to the teenagers out there. <laughs> I, I we can hang out. Obviously we can hang out. Um, yeah. Iroh, uh, maybe adult Sokka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the boulder. Great. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, three foods that in our reality, this is no longer after mm-hmm. based three foods that in our reality are, you know, either you're allergic to them or you feel bad because of what it does to the planet, i.e. beef or whatever, um, or you're just, or it's like, oh, it's so much sugar. I used to be able to eat a ton of that. And then now if I eat too much, I'll get sick. In this reality we're creating, none of those rules exist. Okay. It's just everything's safe. Everything's fine. There's no ramifications. Okay. So you can have a deep dish Chicago pizza from Pete's Pizza that you had one time. Yep. Or it could just be like all the ice cream I ever want. Yep. Um, so just things that we're going to give you at the snap of your fingers. It's not the only thing you're eating. It's just you can have one. I can have whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, all the ice cream is 100% top of the list. I'm a ice cream nut. I'm going to say Great. the name of my be- my best ice cream memory, the thing that when I ate it, I was like, this is the best ice cream in the world. It's a place called mm-hmm. Vandalinda Ice in oh. Amsterdam. 
and it was oh. like soft serve where they were there was a guy with a bucket and this is all and we were in Amsterdam and I was a little high so maybe I made a lot of this up but uh-huh. <laughs> there was a guy with a bucket uh he was sitting down he had the bucket in front of him and he was folding a lat it was like soft serve that he would fold a last little bit of like fresh cream into it oh, so it was the most lovely. like fluffy decadent soft yes. serve in the world so vandalinda ice would be oh, one wonderful um great did we get into that was that on on that on our podcast episode where we got into what like hand scooped versus or was that something totally Didn't different? Because I remember talking to you about <laughs> you making ice cream and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was we, something I think we about that But the idea bit. of like, wait, why is it called like hand hand turned or something? And you're like, what, like the scoop? Do you mean like the, <laughs> the, the, the like how it normally would be? Like you just scoop it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, um, Rather than like it comes out of a machine? Anyway. But picture, uh, but yes. picture a little guy with a bucket scooping it, scooping Scoop, it I mean, yeah, for you folding with a in cream. Of, you oh, have me. Incredible. You have me. I love it. Um, I'll say that I will say uh, 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 if we're if we're removing guilt, like an, an obscene amount of of uh, of Toro, of like okay, Toro yep. sushi. Yep. If I don't have to yep. feel bad about it, no, um, you do not. And uh, and skirt steak is my favorite Great. cut of steak. Skirt steak, fantastic. Wait, what's Skirt steak is like when it's kind of is it like pounded or is that just it's just a thinner? It's, what's, it's I, I realize I don't know what's served is. on the thinner side. It's just like it's like an underside like belly cut that's like very marbly, so it's a very like fatty. Oh, cut okay, usually... okay. God, that's not what I thought. I don't know what I'm picturing. <laughs> you know how sometimes like it, I remember I used to get this the Mexican food the, the with orange juice. It's like marinated in orange juice, and it's sort of this pounded down flat piece of steak. I don't know. Um, Maybe I, I realize I don't know what that's like called. A, like a, f- you know, and then you make a skirt out of yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show Sorry. and you flare yeah, your skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant I meant a porterhouse, like, but in the form yeah. of a skirt that I wear. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. A sewn together a skirt pile. Steak. Of... You can understand how that would be <laughs> yeah. confusing. Sorry, a steak skirt. That's what I meant. To say. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, next category: three movies that you can jump into and just hang out in that world. Uh, you're not reliving the plot. It's just like that sort of world building moment where you're like, yeah, I want to go hang out in. Oh, Star Wars, oh, oh, not that I, I could like hang out rewatch in... in any moment. No, you mean it's like, like you're diving there. in. Oh, yeah, wow. you can go in there, and this will put this will be where your vacation home is. So. Oh, wow. Um, um. Oh, wow. Oh, this is messing me up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going like, you know what? Uh, what? period would i fit in how well do i know like would my would my does my english translate well to like if i choose like some some like middle english time period yeah thing? i mean i think you can just magic all of those problems and, and those and questions away yeah okay i mean probably not <laughs> listen you're taking this way too literally. okay okay don't be so scientific about okay. it this is your chance to like you could go into a horror movie and never get killed right if okay. like that if you wanted to okay. you know um and so all of that stuff just sort of melts away and becomes like yes you you, you speak the language you fit in perfectly and you're this is not an experience where you're going in and you're like, if you go into Jurassic Park, you're not gonna be trampled by dinosaurs. Okay. It's like you're gonna have the, you're gonna control the experience you have and have the, and enjoy it. Got it. Um. So then, so then, they're just. I'm just gonna. Okay. Then great. I'm gonna say. Uh. Uh. Back to the future. I would like. Yeah, control great. of time. Uh, great. <laughs> but I might. Or did I? Did I just get? Did I? Did I screw myself? Did I get control of time if I go into Back to the Future? I'm just some guy who lives in the fifties. 
because that doesn't. No, sound you can. Fun. You're you're hanging out. I'm with hanging Doc out. And Marty I'm riding shotgun. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, then then uh, I want time travel. I want to go to space. So what's a good space one? I'll take. Um, <laughs> um, I'll take. N- not gravity. Not gravity. Uh, I'm out on not, gravity. Probably not 2001. Not Apollo 13. Um, uh, do you want it to be space one like? But do you want it to be sort of like loosely real, or do you want it to be super fantastic like Spaceballs or Star Wars or Star Trek? I or think, I think loosely real Doom. is appealing to me. I'm trying to think mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. just a. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, you know what? Uh, 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 if I don't have to be involved in anything stressful, that like yeah. ocean planet from Interstellar pop to mind. Oh, sure, that fun. sure. Just get like yes, a... <laughs> indeed. Um, although is that just Waterworld? Did I just pick Waterworld because that doesn't sound fun? Uh, to be honest with you, Waterworld is actually pretty cool too. Yeah, it's very, movie, if you're not in the like the world smoker wars, is pretty, <laughs> it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then and then uh, uh, um, and then it'd be cool. What's is there one where humans can fly? <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Fly. Uh, like all, hu- I mean, yeah. I guess you could fly if you wanted to put yourself in the situation of like being in a magical world where there were such powers. Yeah, where I it's not like necessarily everyone always can fly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with let's go with Avatar. That'd be cool. Okay, great, <laughs> great, great, great. Okay, perfect. And then next category, this is all due respect to your wonderful, wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. So some people handle this in different ways. Some people, I mean, listen, I already know that Jessica Alba was on the table for you. So maybe this is going to be an <laughs> issue at all. Maybe there's you, you're one of those couples that has the list. But other people are like, you know what? I don't want to hurt my wife's feelings. Therefore, I'm going with Betty Boop. Uh-huh, <laughs> like, uh-huh. And they just sort of stay, you know, stay in the realm of like comic book characters yeah. or just, you know, like strong women from history they admire that they're suddenly maybe going to be married to. Okay. So it's all up to you. It's like, do you want living or dead, fictional character to real person, any era? Um, and it could be like just short-term sexy times or it could be like you imagine kind of a partnership with this okay. person. It's just up to you. But who am I going to marry? I guess it's like a Mary thing, okay. but but it's or whatever. But but that. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because um, you could be like one wife, night stand for Jessica first of Alba. All, uh... <laughs> And then my wife from a year ago, and then my wife next year, okay? <laughs> Get off it. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 um. Okay, my biggest uh. movie crushes were um, Penelope Cruz, Vanilla Sky. Yeah, great. Um, That's what this game is about right there. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, Vanilla Sky. Um, the I'm blanking on her name, but the woman from Blank Check, during Blank Check. Oh, it's not gosh. Tia Carrera, but I always confuse it for Tia Carrera. Who's in Blank Check? <laughs> Have I seen Blank Check? What? Who's in? Who else is in Blank Check? Blank Check. Blank Check. The words have lost all meaning, okay. by the way. The more times you say blank check, the more times you're going to be like, what do those words even mean? I don't think blank anyone check. super currently famous is in blank check. I can picture the the villain in blank check. Blank I'm blanking check. on his name, but he's a, oh, and blank. I'm saying blanking while we're saying blank check. <laughs> he's, a, he's a phenomenal I'm checking, voice actor. I'm checking on the person that you're blanking on for blank check. He's a great voice actor who is maybe even oh, in Avatar, no. and I'm blank. and I'm currently blanking on his name, but he's the villain. Check. I'm checking. You're blanking. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm, unfortunately, I put blank check as blank if check. it wasn't going to be all of the blank checks you can order from Bank of America. That was a mistake. I need to put movie. No, you got to get movie blank in there. Blank check movie. Uh, Rupert Wayne. Okay. Starring Brian Bonzal, Karen Duffy. It was Duffy. Oh, Karen Duffy, Duffy is who I'm picturing the Duff, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was also a VJ on MTV, if memory yeah. serves. Karen Duffy. Miguel so, Ferrer. And Miguel, Miguel Ferrer is, is, 
is the villain with the fantastic voice. Karen Duffy. Karen Duffy. Great. From Blank Check specifically. Yep. And, well, I'm trying to think. My other, like, childhood movie crushes, some of them are children. So that doesn't feel I right know, anymore. I know. I was I'm not going to say Becky the yeah. Icebox Taylor. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper. There we go. She's nine. Okay. Uh, 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 um, and and uh, uh, Gina Davis, A League of Their Own. Those are my, like, childhood oh, adult women movie great. crushes. That's great. God, what a perfect movie. Oh, what a, what a great one. That's a Really, really, really great movie. That might be one I would go into. To be honest I, with you, that was why it's now in my head right that. now. Is that I yeah. thought I thought about that one immediately. That's a good jumper inner. Um, okay, all right. Next category is three uh, skills that we're gonna sort of allow you the possibility of waking up with tomorrow that you just downloaded Matrix style. So it could be like you're amazing on computers, or you're always on time, <laughs> or you are you have like a photographic memory, or you know you can take apart a computer and put it back together. Yeah. Did I already say that? Um, no, you said amazing with computers. I think that's yeah. two separate things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, the difference between being able to like write code yeah, yeah. and actually Break dismantling stuff. something. It's hardware versus Anything and putting um, it together. Yeah. I would love to sing. I would love to gen- to be like a great. I, I have often thought, man, if I had that, boy, it would have been a whole different. Um, so you singing. You wouldn't have a miserable life you have today. Sucks. <laughs> singing. <laughs> uh, uh, basketball. And and uh, and basketball general manager. Skills. Oh, hello. Like the, okay. The, the the business and salary cap NBA okay. general manager. That's the other set of skills. Wow, I like. <laughs> that is so specific. Okay, um, all of those are like that's skills, but they're all practical. You sort of applied all of those to a career. I do immediately. I whenever do the, whenever it's like yeah. whenever someone's like, if I could give you one skill, I I do think like, like how could I use it. Pay yeah, me. for a cool job. And Give by the way, okay, I realized I said uh, you didn't limit it, and I said the skills of an NBA general manager instead of the ability to stop time. I think that was <laughs> dumb of me. <laughs> I meant practical okay, everyday then skills. Great. I did mean I did mean everyday skills. I didn't mean yeah, full on superhero superheroism. Uh, okay, you can visit any time in history. You can't go to the future. Mm. I don't know why I'm putting that limitation on you. I, now I'm just imme- enjoying putting limitations on I immediately on you. was going to say the future. So I was going to pick All right, listen. distances One of the One of them can be a, a, a time in the future that you have to pin down and say what what, oh, okay. what time you wanted to go, like 20 years versus one year yeah, versus yeah, yeah, 50 okay. years. Uh, and then the other two have to be from a time in the past. And you're in a safety bubble, so nothing's going to happen to you. It's just you're sort of witnessing, mm-hmm. like you're seeing. So it could be you want to see an isolated incident that solves a long-term mystery that people just don't have the answer to. Oh, sure. Um, do you want to just see, like, I have a, a, a weird fascination with, like, you know, turn-of-the-century New York because I've just read too many books and watched too many movies that Love take it. place where I'm like, but what, they're really open sewers? and. <laughs> Manhattan that women in like big fluffy dresses yeah. had to like daintily try to step over. I just want to check. You want to confirm that the sewers? Yes. Okay. So it. there's some stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah. again, it could be dinosaurs. I mean, that's a big, that's a good cho- choice as well. So three, three times that you can visit and you're safe. Okay. My future, I'm going to use my future one on, I'm going to be, I'm going to do some careful calculation here of how far in the future okay. I think I could go that I could still like understand stuff. Yeah. Because if yeah. I go two thousand years in the future, I'm I'm yeah. very confused. So let's say a hundred and fifty years is like I can okay. check because that's yeah. Because if someone from like eighteen fifty popped up now, and I always assume okay, I like it. So you're using you're going backwards to calculate going forwards. Yeah. It's risky, 
but I approve of it. I realize, though, I just did the thing that uh, I, I think a lot of people our age do, which is assume that the year is 2000. <laughs> I just said 150 <laughs> years ago, what, 1850, but it's 2021. Why, why, is, why is it still the year 2000? Um, okay, so <laughs> let's say, let's say 100 and, uh, so 2170. Mm-hmm. One, twenty one seventy one, and then I will say, I'm going to say a thing that is going to. I, I want to preface by saying, like, I do not know that much about this period. I'm not like yeah. someone who knows a lot about art. I'm not someone who knows yeah. a lot about, but like Renaissance Italy. I don't know. That sounds sure. that just sounds fun on paper. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I think when I was about to say that, I was like, does that sound pretentious? Like I know all this shit. I don't know all this shit, but it'd be no. fun. Um, <laughs> no, I think we all have an we all have an understanding that that period of time seems like a little sci-fi. Yeah, for when it was, you know, yeah, like, like steampunk. Oh, Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci's like making all kinds of crazy. Right. Yeah, and I, I assume I, the I food was still good. Go. Yeah, um, I would absolutely go. Okay, and then, uh, uh, and then, because I because I I'm a I'm a like city traveler. Like when I travel, I yeah, love going too. to cities and like. Walking around and trying to talk to people and like eat food and stuff. You're not a sit on the beach kind of person. I I can get into it occasionally. Um, oh, it's real hot, real hard for me. I yeah, yeah. I'm not like a na- I'm definitely not a nature traveler. I can do yeah. like a city with a nice beach nature. and sit on the beach, but I can't. Yeah. I I'm not like a let's go on a hike type of traveler. Because I was gonna say like yes, I, I am. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, listen, but you will be by the time you go to New Zealand, because then you're you know they're like oh there's only so much this little city can offer mm-hmm. and it's great and charming. But also, I'm so tired of people telling me that I need to, like, rent a bike and ride out along the water that you'll just end up doing uh-huh. it. And then you'll be like, oh, oh I, I see. Fine. This I have, is magic. We went to Costa Rica, and it was incredible. So oh, yeah. I've enjoyed nature-style yeah. travel. But my instinct is towards, like, city stuff. So that's why I go, like, Renaissance yeah. Italy, and I'm going to, like, Venice or something. Yeah. Um, and I was prefacing that because I was about to say, like, go back and see the dinosaurs. But it's like, do I just want to hike where there are dinosaurs? I don't know. <laughs> but it would be cool to know if they have. Where feathers. can I get a cappuccino? Yeah, Come where, on! I can't like meet anybody. What am I? Cool how does it su- pay me? Around. How does it suit me? How does it? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the um, like twenties New York. Yeah. Twenties New York. I say twenties New York, twenties Paris, yeah. anything where you're just like, I. You know what? I'm glad. I'm glad you're going because I want you to come back and tell me if. It was more pretentious than you than we like would like it to be because like sometimes I can't tell with certain I hear about certain artists like sort of clicks yep. and stuff and you know something with like Dorothy Parker I have a sense that everyone was kind of up their own butt oh for sure um, you know what I mean but like then there's other people that you're like oh I really I don't I would like to imagine that going into that environment would still be very freeing and like exciting and yeah. feel kind of renaissancey rather than feeling like people are just looking over each other going like mm. when I wrote my second novel right, I um you know what I mean so It's also like I think me. like you know uh uh, w- uh we were not that talented but I've definitely been in like you know friend groups of artists in their early 20s living in a city just like everybody's making stuff and like that's a cool vibe no matter what <laughs> absolutely absolutely um, but also okay, I want to go to the 20s for like uh, betting on the horses and going to see some vaudeville and go see uh, yeah. go see old baby Ruth knock the ball around <laughs> you know that all sounds fun yeah absolutely I mean that really feels like yeah you just named it there's like a billion things you can do you'd never get bored yeah. visiting that era okay second to last category is let's do uh, three uh, let's do three superhero kind of uh, like 
you know, as specific as you want, like invisibility or, you know, but when you start getting into X-Men stuff, then you can really get into like, I I can, yeah, I can, I can, someone's powers to steal everyone else's powers. I can make everyone's skin three degrees cooler. (laughs) I could get really micro. Oh, that's nice. Just like air conditioning, (laughs) man. That's, that's friendly. Uh, 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 Stop, stopping time clutch. Really useful. Um, even if even if you can't move, even just stopping time to like think about stuff. Although I would get, I would oh, get lost. Oh wow! I would burn my brain out. I think probably. <laughs> Wait, that's terrible crippling power I just gave myself. <laughs> that's just anxiety, the superpower. I'm just like pause to overthink this, whatever you'd like. I hate this. That's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Not that. Uh, do you want? Do you want like? Like control, like travel time, or like yeah, I'll take time travel, time. not this stopping yeah. thing. That yeah. <laughs> I just realized that's terrible. Um, I would take teleportation over flight. That's right. better than flight. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Nightcrawler was like my favorite, so that's what that's about. Yeah. Although he's like short range teleportation, maybe I'd want like kind of you know. Jumper style teleportation. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, go yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then uh, 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 like sometimes there's people whose superpower is just like genius. I think that's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I'll take great genius. Great. Good luck not becoming a total psycho. No, I, I, I made a villain. I immediately have this superpower. <laughs> You're like, as a genius, I realize that everything is meaningless. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I'm murder you and then teleport away and then stop time and live in my shame. <laughs> Aha. You only get one of those three. Aha. You've okay. been foiled. Uh, okay. And I then final category. <laughs> final category. Uh, let's put together. Oh, this is so weird. I've never. This is not something I've ever asked anyone before. Okay. Three, <laughs> this is, it's Nightcrawler that made me think of this, uh-huh. and now I can't let it go. I can't get it out of my head. Is it about, You're but you? now it's Jake Gyllenhaal Nightcrawler, and it's which mur- murders do you want to <laughs> yeah. sneak up to the scene? I want, you to, uh. I want you to have a strange, glazed look <laughs> yeah. in your eye. I don't want to know what your motivation yeah. is ever. Creepy. Uh, I want to be real worried about what your next move is going to be. Um no, but the the night like I was thinking about his tail, and so then I thought like you, Jack Desenat, yeah. you have to take on one animal trait that Ooh. is like visibly animal. So you, you could have a tail, or it could be that you have like <laughs> two extra legs, <laughs> or it could be that you. I mean, maybe like you will give you the sense of smell of a dog. Okay. So it's like it's not fully. I don't, I don't it's obviously magical, but it's dog operating nose in necessarily. But I get that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I kind of want you to have a dog. I can have nose. a dog. We can have a dog nose on the table. Okay, I'm not. Necessarily so it has to be that, a. But... It has to be a physical quality that can come along with a very cool, very yes. real thing that animals can do. But you probably will be saddled with whatever some physical else. representation yeah. of that trait. Yeah. Okay, gills for sure. Gills, and I can wear a scarf yeah. if they're really creepy Great. looking, which they would be. Great. Um, so, Is it wrong that I kind of want a tail and I don't even have a reason for it? <laughs> you want a vestigial tail. Am I a furry? You want just a... <laughs> Am I a furry? 
It's kind of really? sexy. It is cool looking, but you don't even need it to. You don't want it to. Like, I mean, I guess I could hang. hang I could, yeah, yeah it's, you, you, you could certainly use it to, to like for all those moments where it, I mean, listen. There's no way it doesn't help you with balance, and I feel like I'm a pretty clumsy person. Yeah, it would be useful. So even just having that added, okay, I've justified this weird kink that I think I've just <laughs> discovered in myself. Okay, Gills, Gills, great. This is about you. Gills, yeah, I don't got want it. your weird tail stuff. Um, <laughs> I would like to, for sure. I'd like to fly, but I'm trying to think about what's the best. Uh-huh. Mechanism cuz I don't think yep. it would be practical to have like my arms be you know wings like you only that have are wings. The, that yeah. are also like the length that would make them Or you could have like the sugar glider the bat thing where you just I was have thinking sort of about web. that and I was wondering what that yeah. does to wearing clothes cuz I think it's <laughs> tough. You have to wear a lot of yeah those sort of bat I mean they're called bat wing yeah. shirts that women wear. Um, you'd have to, yeah, that's going to be tough. So maybe, uh, who flies in the coolest way? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, or do I just go like... Sp- I mean, does anyone fly without... Huge, like, huge wings? Essentially wings. Probably not. That they also don't then have the ability to... No, there's no animals Ooh, with just tough. like a cool helicopter hat, right? That's not a wing. <laughs> okay, then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, but I think I would have to consider it a worthy sacrifice. But are there any that have who has arms and wings? I know that's what I'm trying to think. And then and I, can I, just, like, have I can only come up with insects, but um, I don't know if that's. A, but I mean, I, in some ways, insects that makes sense because, like, you know, like a little bee, like like beetle, like a beetle, like it's got all his little legs, and then his and yes. then his wings really just fold right onto his body. They are not. They are super sleek are, and aerodynamic. Am when I he's not correctly flying. thinking that like ladybug wings are like their back, basically? That like their yeah. back just sort of opens into wings. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, like go a with, I'll go with that. That's like, like two DeLorean yeah, doors two DeLorean coming off the doors. back. Of and that's very <laughs> creepy because I'm picturing that you like see into my back and it's all just like my fascia. Uh, but I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Great. Ladybug wings. Terrific. And then. Because you're such a good sport. You've made this category, this new, brand new, never done before <laughs> category into an instant winner. Great. That's all you. Trying it out. Um, uh, 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 okay, what's what's left? Um so I could go like cheetah speed. I could go like chameleon trait is pretty appealing. But but I don't oh, think sure. you'd be like actually invisible. You'd just be like sort of <laughs> in a weird way. So it's not that appealing. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people saying, I almost didn't see yeah. you. But they did see you. <laughs> they, always, they always still see yeah. you. <laughs> oh, wow. You were tougher to spot. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go elephant memory. Okay. Because uh, my daughter, who's one and a half, uh, uh, she actually just recently got complete. We we will show her like 10 minutes of a documentary at a time. And she was really, really into elephants and would ask for it by making a little elephant arm gesture. Uh, she got over it. Now she there's this one about babies and that's all she cares about anymore. Um, they change so fast. Humans, am I right? But the elephant documentary narrated by Meghan Markle. It's great. It's very cute. And it yeah. and it's all like it's about like generational stored memory and this like mama elephant like leading this whole pack of elephants all the way across the desert cuz she remembers the way and just like a very good sense Whoa, of memory and geography. I think yeah. it's like a useful Yeah. So it is. It's all, it's more of a mystic memory yeah. in a sense. Oh, but than, I didn't give myself a physical experience. That's a good point. Let's say I okay then. What goes along with you have a giant head <laughs> and, and a giant head, a giant elephant head? But I I remember really well. 
Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's go with that. <laughs> I mean, it's not an elephant head. It's still no, you. No, it's me. Just You're like, you just look like a bobble. And, uh, you look like a yeah. pop. Like a pop doll, And I basically. do currently have a pretty large head. Like, I'm pushing the limits <laughs> so you already. Like you can so, adjust. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you've already, like, broken that in. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. Broken I'm that used in. To it. Okay, great. Great. All right. Um, give me a one word... Give me one word to describe uh, the the like the fe- the emotion that your daughter had about watching the elephant mint doc- uh, elephant mint doc- documentary. So like just whatever what what verb I mean sorry what adjective would describe sort of like her experiencing that and enjoying that documentary. Uh, 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 the the verb would be oh well oh yeah so <laughs> she. She lights up about it. She gets excited, but it doesn't necessarily it doesn't read like pure joy. It reads yeah. like like uh like like uh uh like thirst. Like okay. she's like got to see more. Great. She's got to know more about these elephants. Great. She's like needs the knowledge of the elephants. Um okay, and does this great. little gesture and goes <laughs> does a little elephant sound. It was oh, my favorite no, thing in the world. That's too cute. <laughs> so cute. Ugh. Okay, I'm doing the math based on the word that you gave me to find the results of your mash, which oh. one of e- which, you know, you're going to get one of each one of these categories. Oh. So, I'm doing that right now. Would you like to uh just tell people where they can find you and kind of all the stuff that we normally oh, do yeah. at, at the ends of podcasts? Um I uh I'm I'm uh, I'm on Instagram. It's my name. It's Jack DeSena and then I don't really use it and then I'm not on I don't use Twitter <laughs> and then I'm on YouTube with my dear friend Chris and we make sketches and we're called Chris and Jack and that's actually where I do stuff um, so check that out and we have a he and I have a, a, a podcast through our Patreon but that's a whole you know whatever oh. um, check, check, check it out I don't know Pay me, Chris pay me. We're on Patreon. Pay yeah, me, pay me, pay me. I'm a, pay I'm a, I'm a manager. Pay me. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm just teasing you. One. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm almost done. Okay. Oh, I should have had more plugs. Man, I should have been good at social media. You are. What have I been doing you were for great. years? You were great. <laughs> okay. All right. Ooh, this is turning out great. Okay. Uh-huh. What's uh-huh. the math? What's the thing? What are you doing? Oh, I just take the the, the number of letters in the word and sort of and use that as a one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, and then cross it out. Yeah. And sometimes I lose track because I'm listening to what the person's saying, and I can I think that's intuitive. I think if I mess yeah, up the count, you're being guided if anyone by at the home is trying to match me and they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> they need to know that I'm also channeling. Yeah. So it could be that I accidentally skip something, and that's, that's because the universe wants me mm-hmm. to have accidentally skipped mm-hmm. it. So uh, I have your results. Uh, I think you're going to be happy. I hope. Okay. I certainly hope you will be. Yeah. Um, I want to congratulate you for your. First of all, this. All of this makes sense to me on a very fundamental level mm. because you're just a genius. Okay. Oh. So you're a genius. So, I mean, all of this feels like, well, I don't know. I'm not a genius. So anything that I question that I'm like, well, how would you have managed to? It's like, I can put you're it all a together. I'm a genius. You're a genius. Um, and I won't. And I so, promise not to use that for evil. I promise. I really hope you don't. I got to say, I really hope you don't because you have access to visiting the future. You can go 150 years in. That makes sense. I invented some Already stuff. that's starting to feel like a real Biff steals the sports almanac yep. thing where I hope you won't use it for evil. Nope. Yeah, you could use it to make a little extra, a little extra money. money which apparently is what I'm all to. about. We're, we're getting that vibe. <laughs> this is not true, by the way. I'm terrible with money and I never think about it. So. <laughs> 
But in but that now being I said, will because I'm a genius and I'll be better at managing yeah, my finances. Absolutely, absolutely. You also uh, somehow find time to do all of these various things, even while being a very successful uh, NBA basketball general manager. <laughs> it comes easy. I'm making trades on the side. I are, I just yeah. I know uh, the ins and outs of the of the salary cap. I got the oh, yeah. CBA all, all down. Absolutely, I, I know it. Absolutely. And let me say this too: if you start to sort of go astray, I want you to know that Uncle Iroh. Is going to be right there. I'm not. He will oh, indulge you to yeah. a point. You know what I mean? He's along for the ride with the point. He's certainly going to be enjoying uh, Vanden Linda's ice. There we go. From, from Amsterdam with you. I mean, he's going to want to see that fresh cream fo- folded right in. He's going to be delighted by that. That is a little But he's also going to say, like, hey, don't use your genius for evil. That's a guarantee that I can't go down. Like, yeah. if I turned evil for yeah. a second, that he's got me on a redemption arc immediately. That's right. My honor will That's be right. fully restored. That's right. And let me just say, speaking of Biff and the Almanac, mm-hmm. you absolutely have a mansion inside of Back to the Future. So what's cool about that is obviously, like, you know, you're along, you're with Marty and, and Doc. You guys are deciding where you're going to travel, where you're going to visit. Somewhere in there, you're like, this is where I want my mansion. Yeah. So Settle down here. That could be just about anywhere. Um, this tracks. And it, this is all, this all, right? this works. It's very rational. <laughs> it's very, very rational. This just straight up works. Um, <laughs> And that just leaves us with two more things. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember, I mean, one of the moments that like was so important to me that I remember crying and crying was the in the movie Splash when Daryl Hannah is, you know, when Tom Hanks overcomes his terror and his fear of the ocean and realizes like reverse Little Mermaid style mm-hmm. that he probably isn't going to ever go back to the land but he loves Daryl so much that he's going to jump in the water with Madison and they're going to go swim under the water. Okay. Beautiful. The, so when, when <laughs> You've never seen that movie? No, I haven't seen Splash which I know oh, is weird. You I know it's it. weird. It's right in my wheelhouse. I mean listen I don't know about the second wasn't there another Splash where it was like Channing Tatum? Yeah. I'm sure that was charming. Bell, maybe? Uh, but I think that Splash holds up. I mean you know it holds up in the sense that it's a super 80s movie yeah. with John Candy and Tom Hanks as brothers and Daryl Hannah as a mermaid what and am Eugene Levy as this? like of like a villain question mark uh-huh. is he a villain okay it's really really adorable um anyway so that happens at the end so wh- the reason i bring this mm-hmm. up is that because you have gills yes. you know you're going to be able to jump in yes. and be under sea whenever you want uh, but i'm hoping yes. that your genius will allow you to invent some sort of device or there's some way that like daryl hannah and tom hanks tom hanks who is not a merman could still be underwater with her and they'd be he would be fine yeah, yeah. so that when you Submarine take penelope cruz from vanilla sky ah! You can have her with you oh, on great. all of these adventures. Oh, it's going great. Uh, I mean, listen, this is a very exciting, this is a jam-packed this is, uh, MASH future. I'm going to be honest. Be very some of them, Some of them I laid out three that I was equally excited about. If I didn't get gills, I was going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted I agree gills. With you. Giant, my I'm, giant head idea kind of sucked. <laughs> you were... You were <laughs> You made it work with the other two categories, but you had you had locked something in that you knew I really wanted you genuinely loved, and that is what you ended up with. So congratulations. That was very well done. Yes. Well played by the universe. Thank well you. Well played by you. Thank you, universe. Thank and you, the word thirst. That, you're the word thirst. Uh, and that concludes this podcast episode, and I'm so excited that I have now just continued to hammer you with requests that has forced you to become my friend in real life. Um, I love it. And now I we're going to do cons together. Let's when go to New Zealand, going please. To be, oh, let me get on it. <laughs> let me plant the seed now, right please. now.
please. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. The last thing I do for my boys of summer, because I only podcast gentlemen during the summer, is offer them the opportunity to sing a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer, mm-hmm. if they know it at all. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, I invite them to make something up if they want to. I would love to jump in anywhere other than the chorus, because I feel like I probably know all of it. It's just I'm mm-hmm, trying to mm-hmm. get it started. Um, um, yeah. Oh, no, and it just became Summer of 69. Shoot. <laughs> right? Bummer for that just happened. I just had Mike Geyer, who's, who is is like, uh, he just sang that. He just sang that. That's you know who 16. Puddles is? Puddles Pity Party? He's like an amazing, ugh, another thing you should look okay. up. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, he absolutely sang Summer of 69 very confidently, uh, as if it were. Yeah. Yeah. What's the rest of that song? What are the verses of that uh, song? Uh, the the first verse is like nobody on the road, nobody, nobody on the streets, a beach. I don't know. And it was out of reach. Voices in my head saying, "Don't look back. Don't look you can back. never look. You can never look back." Yeah, you got okay. it. <laughs> oh, you're the first. I think you might be the first one this summer <laughs> who actually knew or remembered it. Some have gone. I can tell you my love for you will still be yeah. strong after the boys of summer, summer gone. Um, I got NBA general manager powers, not singing ability. We just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> we just heard it. All like, right, I got to get into some trading with you. Uh, I'm going to trade some guys. Off season. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you just carried a tune in a delightful manner. Oh, and now, now I'm suspicious that you can sing and you're just being humble. So I'm going to have to explore that further in real life. I promise I, the belief is genuine that I cannot sing <laughs> Maybe that was just hammered into my head all my life, but all right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I will talk to you next time. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is "Back Before We Were Brittle" by the amazing Say Hi. Save kittens from trees Or lunch on skyscrapers Bring the villains to their knees Maybe we should Move someplace new And build time machines To go and get us MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported